Welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast, a show for wild hearts, changemakers, and soulpreneurs. Together, we dive deep into the exploration of what it means to live a meaningful life. I'm your host, Connie Bozowski, and I hope you're ready to live your magic. Hey friends, what's up? It's Connie from Live Your Heart Out. And I'm just checking in to let you know that the doors to my online program, Find Your Magic, are wide open. And I know that so many of you are really struggling to discover their purpose, to really find out what you're here to do on this planet while you're alive and how to contribute your beautiful, beautiful life force, your prana, your energy, to the world and to other people's lives and so you know i've learned so much on my own journey as i've been looking all over the place for my calling um over and over again over the years and you know i put together this program and it just really it has already changed so many lives and i put my hand in the fire as we say in german i believe (laughs) um that it definitely has the potential to really be a game changer for you as well and so if you are indeed looking to find your calling and to set your soul on fire and if you you know you feel that spark within you that really wants to make an impact and and change the world and you know a little tiny way or maybe in a really big way then find your magic is is for you um, I'm really all about living a meaningful life, not just every once in a while <laughs> and not just temporarily, but every single day. And I believe that that program gives you everything you need and all the tools and everything that um, I have come to figure out (laughs) and to help you on your journey. So, you know, if you've been looking all over the place and even if you think that, you know, you you might not have a calling or purpose or this one big thing, which in itself is a myth, and or even you know maybe you think that you have too many passions and interests and or maybe you just get no clue at all you know this is for all of you um and especially for those that feel stuck in a job or um you know those that have doubts about you know where you're at in life and um, just struggling to find clarity on really where to go and what to do i got you um find your magic is your baby And so that's why I wanted to take this time um, a minute before I let you dive into the content of this podcast episode. And also, you know, this this podcast show is completely sponsor-less. <laughs> so um, I guess I'm using also this platform to share the message about the programs that I offer to help you and to provide value and I put my heart and soul into everything um, that I create and to me personally it's very fulfilling to see that um, it helps so many people. So the program itself has five parts and it really guides you step by step closer and closer and closer to your calling and I just can't wait to see Um, what you'll get out of it. Um, There's a lot of workbooks and there's even really epic Spotify playlists that I put together for every single module of the program. (laughs) And uh, there's just a lot of extra content and there's an awesome community, a Find Your Magic Facebook group um, to get support and brainstorm and to connect to other like-minded people. So check it out and see if it's for you at findyourmagic.co. And other than that, come and hop on over to our Facebook group, the Live Your Heart Out Tribe. Um, Easy to find on Facebook if you're interested to wear all the awesome Live Your Heart Out merch. Um, I've got some really cool t-shirts and that I wear on almost a daily basis and that you see me wearing all over my Instagram and YouTube videos. Then uh, you can get those at liveyourheartout.shop. And, you know, if you're not following me on Instagram yet, because I do a lot of Instagram stories and like behind the scenes and, you know, little peeks into my daily life and I share some wisdom now and again, um, then hop on over to Instagram, Connie.Bizalski. And with this, enjoy this podcast episode all about living and working on your own terms. It's a big one. Enjoy. 
What's up, friends? Hello, hello. We're live today uh, on a beautiful Thursday. I'm in Oakland, which is just outside San Francisco, for those of you that don't know. And yeah, it's not really summer here. If you watched my Instagram story today, <laughs> then you know what's going on. And it's definitely not summer. It was super duper crazy hot down in LA the entire time. And then up here, I mean, I know people say, you know, it's like eternal spring or fall or whatever. Maybe just a quick update from my end. As I said, I'm up in Oakland. Grace got some work here and I'm just as, as I do, we're in a, in a really cute little Airbnb here in Oakland. And um, it was her birthday this week on Tuesday. Yep. I got her a lot of presents, but I also got her flowers. And oh, and, and last weekend we drove up from LA and we took the slow route uh, up uh, highway number one. And I don't know if any one of you has ever done that trip because it's amazing. I mean, I've seen a couple of places around the world and I've been on a few adventures, but um, wow, highway number one really, really impressed me a lot. It was mind blowing. Um, it was really, really cool. Uh, it was a great trip. And so now we're here and then next week I'm going down to Santa Cruz for a few days and then I'm back in LA. So that's kind of the, the idea. And um, yeah, just to get everybody up to speed, I shared a little bit also on my Instagram story. You guys should really watch my Instagram stories. Like that's where all the behind the scenes stuff is at. And I kind of share um, kind of things that are more, you know, on my mind in the moment. And so I love doing my Insta lives, uh, my Insta stories as much as I love doing this, obviously. Um, so what happened was that last week, I believe it was on Friday, I launched or relaunched or reopened the doors or released whatever you want to call it, uh, the find your magic program that I ran earlier this year and, uh, which was a huge success. And, you know, I, um, I was kind of mind blown by, um, the interest and uh i think we got 160 people or 170 people when i uh launched it back in i think it was april and i loved doing the workshops it was great like it was full on in the flow it was beautiful it was perfect got great feedback for it it was wonderful and so the idea was though um and that was the idea from the beginning to eventually reopen the door so release the content um later on and that took me up until now in august for whatever reason and and the idea was to release the content and then also offer as like a launch special sort of thing um live calls with me q a calls you know for every module every couple of weeks and i launched it i think it was on a friday and i never open doors to any of my programs or anything that I'm giving away that's important on a Friday. But it happened to be the Friday because that's just, I couldn't do it on the Thursday or the Wednesday, but I would never advise anyone to launch anything on a Friday, to be honest. But anyway, I did it anyway. Uh, I think we were still in Mercury in retrograde and everything that could go wrong in terms of technology <laughs> and just the mechanics of the whole thing it, it went wrong. I had so many obstacles last week and also it kind of started the week before, but then it all kind of, you know, manifested last week just before the launch in all sorts of ways when it came to the video. Sometimes I had to record videos several times, like the welcome video or uh, my email uh, software that wasn't working. Like there was just glitches everywhere and challenges and, and unbelievable, but I kept on pushing and kept on pushing and I was like, you know, if that was the plan, got to stick to the plan. You know, very, very yang energy, very masculine energy right there. Making things happen, even though they're clearly not flowing. <laughs> so even I have to sometimes, not sometimes, I mean, you know, as it happens, just uh, drink my own medicine, uh, which I do. I don't want to, you know, teach anything or preach anything that I don't personally practice. And so the next day on Saturday, we took off on the road trip uh, from LA up to here to Oakland. And I just felt like things were off and nothing was flowing. And I just, oh man, like it didn't feel right. The whole launch thing. And, and, and even though I'm still 100% 
passionate about Find Your Magic and that program and, and everything about it. And it is selling, but I decided to cut off the launch itself. I'm not doing the live calls and I wasn't going to keep pushing to sell the program. You know, it just didn't feel right for some reason. It, it was weird. Not only I can't still really, I can't really fully explain it still. I mean, it was interesting because as Grace and I were in the car and we were driving up here and it's funny how when you're in motion, right? We're in motion, we're sitting in the car, we're going from A to B, things were also getting in motion inside of me. And as we're driving, of course, we were talking and, and, at the, and we were listening to music and to podcasts and I was just kind of, you know, reflecting and thinking about stuff. And it was a long drive, you know, we were going from like eight in the morning until eight at night or something. And so, I had all these things coming up, but also emotionally, I was going through the motions, you know, it is emotions is energy in motion, right? And it's interesting because I look back at later that evening when we went to bed, I said, you know, it's interesting how if we had stayed in LA now and uh, all I had done was just be in your apartment and try to get work done and whatever, you know, I don't think I would have had all these insights and all these epiphanies and all that emotional transformation if uh, that I had today as we were in motion going somewhere and I found that quite fascinating so anyway that evening uh, that's when I decided I was like I'm just gonna cut the the launch short I'm you know um, I still want people to get access to the workshops and all of that and, and to the actual content of the course and the program because it's awesome but I didn't want to keep pushing it so then we were here and it, it, it sort of felt like a relief as well and that was kind of the, I guess you could say, the confirmation. <laughs> uh, it's like, wow, it feels relieving. Huh, interesting. How come it feels relieving? So that was another interesting observation. And uh, so then I actually, like my initial plan for my time here in Oakland while Grace is working and doing her own thing, I thought I was gonna do, I was gonna plan out and create the next program that I've you know, that was, I've been planning that for a while and I felt like now was, was a good time. And, uh, you know, when I look at sort of my calendar, my schedule for the next few months, you know, um, that I came up with a month or so ago, but I, I realized that that doesn't feel right right now. I think I need to just take this week and just slow down and get rid of all my to-do lists just come back to my own flow and just breathe and do things that feel good like this this feels good and so i i just wanted to take this week to be creative and to focus on writing and focus on um, videos and focus on learning i also made a real commitment to myself to you know, I have this massive passion, filmmaking, making videos and YouTube and all that. It's been a big passion of mine for quite a long time, but it's always been a little bit on the back burner because I've been focusing my energies on, on so many other things. But I'm so passionate about the art of filmmaking and the art of making videos that inspire people and documentaries. And, 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 and I'm passionate about sharing stories, really, you know, in video form, you know, with motion pictures. And so I really made this commitment to myself. It's like, okay, Connie, like stop making excuses. You know, I got to follow my calling too, even though of course I, I, you know, I'm running a business and, and there's tasks that need to be done for me to make an income and to live off of what I do. But at the same time, I cannot always make excuses for not doing what I really want to do. And for me, that's making videos ever since I was a child. Like I was just always, obsessed with cameras and making videos and and so anyway i made this commitment this week and and yesterday i i dove into um well, like the last few days really i dove into different ideas of how i could make that happen would it make sense for me to maybe do like uh some i don't know some shape or form of like a film school or like long distance learning uh or maybe like a, a shorter filmmaking program in LA or anyway, but then I did a lot of research and I kind of already knew what's out there and what's going on. And uh, so yesterday I sat down and I sort of created my own alternative film school program. <laughs> and it's pretty comprehensive and it's, it's going to take me a while, but uh, I collected all sorts of resources and communities and courses and um, people and teachers that are out there teaching the art of filmmaking. I came up with a very comprehensive sort of system of how I want to approach this. I'm pretty 
I don't know, proud of myself for just kind of coming up with my own film school. And uh, I'm sharing this uh, as part also of this topic that we're going to talk about today. This is one way to do things on your own terms, right? Most of us only really know that, or we think we know, of how to gain experience and new skills and knowledge. And that is by going out and, and studying it at, at college, at university, and doing some form of official training where you get a certification afterwards and you get something to show and, and all that stuff. And if, if that is really your thing, like if, if you know, if you want to go back to school for three years and study something so that you have a piece of paper, um, go for it. You know, if you're passionate about learning and if you're passionate about, I mean, there's definitely advantages to doing that. You know, you meet a lot of people who are into the same thing. Like that would be an advantage. If I went to film school, I would be surrounded by people who are passionate about making film. So I'm kind of missing out on that, but I looked into that component in a different way. I'm like, where are communities, online, offline, meetups, events, where people gather that are into filmmaking more than just, um, you know, making a random YouTube video. So there's ways to compensate all these different parts, I believe, when it comes to, you know, um, one path of education or another. But I'm just giving that as an example, because I realized one day too, would I ever go back and go to university for another six years as I did back then? Holy shit, no, I would, I would totally cut it short. And I would maybe do three years, but then I don't think it was necessary for me to do another three years. And I'm not regretting anything. There's no regrets whatsoever but I would definitely improve on a few decisions that I made, you know, knowing what I know today. And with the knowledge that I have today and with what I've learned, you know, on my own journey and the journey that, as you can see, is still very much evolving for myself too. But as I am, as you know, I've learned my stuff on, on my journey, can see that, you know, it never stops. It's an ongoing process. And that's what's so beautiful about it. And this is about really falling in love with the process, falling in love with the journey um, and the path rather than thinking, okay, well, there's going to be this destination and then I'm happy and then I'm fulfilled because that's bullshit. It's just not true. Yeah, you know, it's nice to reach a goal. Of course, it's nice to reach a goal. It's nice to get somewhere that you've always wanted to get to. But usually the fulfillment lasts a little while and then it sort of wears off. And then it's like, oh, what's next, right? And so anyway, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, I'm reflecting a lot this week on how I've been doing things and, and how I want to do things in the future in terms of my business mostly. I'm always interested, and again, this, this relates to today's topic, I'm always interested to look at how everybody does things, right? The conventional way to do things, the, the mainstream ways that people do business or use uh, business strategies and tactics or whatever, or, you know, social media marketing or, you know, or even just little things. Like today I was reflecting on, because I, I want to write a, um, an email today, a newsletter email. And I always struggle with the fact that like the conventional way of doing it is to come up with a really witty or attention grabbing subject line. And I've been really tired of doing that or also with like YouTube videos or blog posts, or whatever. And um, I know it's like, you know, we need to grab the attention of our audience and, and the people that we want to reach, you know, and our followers for them to click on our content. You know, because you can have the best content, but if your headline is shit, if your title is shit and no one clicks on it, then no one's going to read the, or, or consume your amazing content. And, but it still has really been annoying for me. And, and so I've been, I've been thinking up different ways of doing that, of coming up with, with a subject line in my newsletter, in my emails that people still click on, but it's not intentionally attention grabbing so as to manipulate people into clicking on it. And so this is just a little example of so many ways that I'm trying to look at, you know, how we do business, um, how I create what I create, how I do everything, you know, and how I do the small things is how I do the big things. And so I'm looking at all of that and I'm like, what feels good? What's, what's in tune with my soul and my heart and with my message 
and what's not and, and and the things that are not in tune with that how can i change that how can i pivot how can i adjust that to make it more in line with with what i believe in with my values with how i want to do stuff so that's where i'm at right now and it's really again very much about you know doing business and and making an income and, and trying to change the world and and sharing my message on my own terms as well and so i'm constantly looking for people out there who do things differently who are unconventional who are original and i'm always looking for inspiration in that way and i'm constantly reflecting on how i can do things differently in in my business and and on my platforms and i feel like the best way to just get into this is generally i believe by sharing my own stories with you i don't just digress by sharing my stories with you i do it intentionally because i think the best way to relate to a certain topic is to share stories and i believe the most powerful stories are the ones that i've personally experienced that's why i love sharing before i get into any concepts or whatever because a lot of times i don't even think that they're very relevant if they're if they're not attached to a real life experience and so me questioning the status quo in terms of you know, creating content in terms of being an entrepreneur, in terms of doing a launch and, you know, with all of that, you know, and, and sharing my story with that, I hope to inspire you to go out and, and challenge the status quo and question it, you know, with whatever it is that you want to do or, or achieve. And, you know, so many people out there, I mean, and I used to be, you know, very similar. And, and, and when we're stuck in the matrix, right? When we're stuck in the matrix and we don't even know yet that there's two pills, that there's a blue pill and a red pill. We don't even know about that yet. It means that we take everything at face value. And most people out there, most people out in this world that you will ever meet on the street, in the supermarket, wherever, on the plane, they don't even know that there's a blue pill and a red pill. <laughs> They don't know they're in the matrix. They take everything that's going on around them and all the options that they're given by society, by their parents, whatever, they take that as face value. They don't question that. They're like, okay, well, that's just, that's how it's done, right? That's what people say. That's how, that's just how it's done. You know, people say, uh, when people get together, you know, and in a, in a romantic relationship. And then eventually after two or three or four years, they get married because that's just how it's done. Like, that's just what you do. You get, you get together with someone, you love each other, and then you get married because that's just how it's done. Right. Or you come out of school and you go to college and afterwards you get a job, you get a nine to five because you studied administration or law or whatever. And that's just how it's done right? You don't even question it. And so many people don't. And there's not inherently, there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm never judging anyone who, who, who is not aware of the red and the blue pill. They don't know that that exists. They don't know that they have a choice. And if you don't know that you have a choice, you can't really blame them, right? And so as we're in the matrix, we're following the status quo, we're following the conventional ways of doing things, of living, of eating. You know, we're taught to eat three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Ever question that? Ever tried different ways to eat? For I only eat twice a day, for example. I know people who only eat once a day. And then there's other people, they eat 10 times a day, whatever. But Or growing up, you know, me growing up in a meat-eating family, but I never wanted meat, even as a little baby, you know? I always rejected it. So, and, and it's kind of funny, actually, I guess, because even I, I couldn't put it into words, but I was already questioning the status quo of eating and, and nutrition and, and why do I have to eat meat? Why do I have to eat animals? You know, things like that. And it starts with everything. And, it, you know, and you can take that to the nth degree. You know, in, in any shape or form, you can look at your life and the way that you work and make an income and you can question everything. And I invite you <laughs> very strongly to do that. Um, not many people are prepared to do it because it can be a little bit scary. You might feel maybe a little bit lonely because you're like, am I allowed to question this? Is it okay to question this? But just even the way to dress, you know, the way uh, or your haircut, you know, like any sort of convention. And in the end, everything's a convention. Everything's artificial. 
everything that um, human beings come up with that are beyond our, our basic needs is, is basically is a convention. It's, it's, it's a creation, a human creation, right? I mean, look at so many other cultures out there. They don't even wear clothing. <laughs> they don't care that they're naked all day long in some tribal cultures, right? In Brazil or like they still exist, not many, but there's still some. And we've come up with these rules around clothing. This is what women wear. This is what men wear. So there's two sections in a shop, in a clothing store at H&M or Urban Outfitters or any shop. There's two fucking sections, <laughs> you know, because humans think that that's the best way to do this is that we all wear different clothing. So that's another way, um, you know, or like I said, with food, you know, the amounts of times you eat or, or what you eat or, you know, I started to question that one day. And, and then besides being a vegetarian my whole life, I was like, well, why do I even consume dairy, you know, or cheese or whatever? Wouldn't, wouldn't just eating plants be better for me? And I started experimenting and I've been vegan for four years. And so when all you know is the default, you don't know what else is out there you will stay wherever you are and you will accept that you might be just very unhappy with where you're at. And there's a lot of people out there who are very unhappy in their lives. They're totally not happy with their health. They're not, their, their general happiness levels, if you want to call that, are way below average. They take antidepressants because that's what you do in the matrix. That's what you do. You know, that's the status quo to deal with depression is you, you take antidepressants, right? but they don't go out, they don't have the impetus, they don't have that push to go and research different ways of doing things. That there's different ways to deal depression. Like, you know, I figured out one day, I never wanted to take antidepressants because I don't, I don't wanna take chemicals. I don't wanna take anything that has side effects because they're not side effects, they're direct effects, you know? And so we gotta first, if we really wanna live and work and do life on our own terms, then we got to start questioning everything in our lives. And once you start with one thing, you get to the next thing and the next thing, you know why that's important? Because just because something is for the general population and for the mainstream, yeah, that doesn't mean that that's for you. It doesn't mean that it's an alignment with what you want and what makes you happy and feel fulfilled and feel just, you know, where you can really live your full potential. It's like one size fits all. That's what the status quo is. It's, it's like there's one size and that's for everybody out there. And even if it doesn't fit, well, that's, that's just bad luck. And so it really starts with doing that and, and, then, and, and figuring out, okay, well, the job that I'm doing, I thought it was the right thing or I, th I, I started it because my parents wanted me to because it felt it seemed like the right thing to do when I was done with school and because everybody else was doing it. And when I was, when I found myself in my first nine to five job, it was a bit of a shocker because I was like, wait a second, why, why is, why do I find this so depressing going to the same office every day, taking public transport every day and not being able to leave the country when it's winter and cold and miserable why am I so unhappy with that? But all the other people seem to be totally cool with that. And so there was a lot of, I guess, shame uh, attached to that for me, you know, to, to be, to eventually get to a place where I would stand up for myself and for the desire to need more freedom in my life and to actually allow myself to have that need and that desire and that wish and that dream to be fulfilled. So first it's about allowing ourselves to question what it is that we're doing and then allowing ourselves to look for different ways. Cause I was like, Hey, okay, well I'm doing this nine to five. It's really doesn't sit well with me. I'm really unhappy here. I really don't like doing it. I don't like to sit on the same tram every day on the same bus every day. I don't want to sit in, uh, in front of the same computer at the same desk every day. Like it was driving me crazy. And, uh, and I didn't realize why, why it was just, it seemed like it anyway, back then, this is 2011, right? Like this whole movement of digital nomads and living and working anywhere and being free and working on the beach or whatever and all that shit, that wasn't really that big, you know, it wasn't a big movement yet. Today, it really has turned into some 
form of movement. There's a, there's, you know, I'm speaking at a digital nomad conference in, in September in, in Lisbon. And, you know, it's like this big thing now that, you know, remote working, you know, even you can have a, a you know, a proper fixed job, you know, be an employee and yet still work from another country. And that wasn't necessarily a thing yet. Like it was in its infancy, right? And so I think it's really about allowing ourselves to question what we're doing, to question, you know, every little aspect in our lives. And then the next thing is to figure out what, it, what is my truth? What, if, if you want to live and work on your own terms, then the question is, what are your terms? <laughs> if you want to live your truth, then the question is in the very beginning, what is my truth? And so, and to become very passionate about wanting to find out what your terms and your truth are, rather than constantly looking for other people, you know, to other people for advice. And, and it's great to get inspired. And of course, I need to be inspired as well. And I love that. And I follow people out there who inspire the shit out of me. And it's great. But it's so important, like me right now, like this week as well, just coming back to myself, not looking at what everybody else is doing, but looking just within and figuring out what my terms are and what my truth is. And so I think that so many people, they don't even allow themselves because that's not what we're taught. That's not what, how we're conditioned. We're conditioned to do things how everybody else is doing it. You know, we're also conditioned to to dream, but not really take our dreams too seriously. You know, it's like, come back to reality, be realistic. And I call that just BS because that's just limiting ourselves, you know, to, to staying where we've always been. And just because other people are afraid to go out and, and, and pursue their dreams and to go out and really live their truth and follow their calling, you know, just because other people are afraid of that, and they're judging people like me or you or whoever, they judge them for doing it um, and say, oh, that's just not realistic. That, but that's their issue, you know? Just because someone else is scared and they're projecting their fear onto you, it doesn't say anything about you and what you need and desire and want to live a fulfilling life and a life where you can shine your light so bright that everybody else around you can see it. And that's why we're here. And I believe it's so important to figure out what our terms are in every area of life, you know, also relationships, you know, is monogamy for you? I mean, maybe it's not, maybe it is polyamory, maybe it's something in between. I don't care what it is, but figure it out. Or business, you know, is being employed your thing? Maybe, probably not if you're watching this. But is it entrepreneurship? You know, is it being a freelancer? Is it something in between? There's so many different ways to do one thing, guys. There's so many different terms and truths out there to be lived. And so really, really taking the question of what do I really want to do with my life? Seriously, like sit your ass down and write out a, like a bucket list. What are the things you want to achieve? What are your dreams? Like stop not taking them seriously. I say take them super seriously. Every little dream that you have. I think it's your responsibility to take all your dreams super seriously. And if you're scared to do that, then it means you're afraid to fail. You're afraid to be judged or whatever. There's fears behind that. I believe that that's part of that journey, you know, of living on your own terms and working on your own terms is to face all of these fears and all of these limiting beliefs. So, um, Karula is saying it's the first time I heard someone talking about polyamory. Well, you know, it depends on which circles you are, I guess. I have a lot of friends who are in polyamorous or open relationships. I have tried, you know, different ways of being in relationship. I think it just really depends. And that's why the concept of the importance of the five people that you surround yourself with is so important. You know, if, if, if we only surround ourselves with people who live very conventional lives, who are very much plucked into the matrix, very much into following conventions, and you are part of that, you know, as well, then of course it's hard to break out. But what if you start to surround yourself with people who are also open to new ideas and new ways or different ways of doing things in life and business and relationships and nutrition and health? 
what happens to you is that you start to up level, you know, your way of thinking, your way of doing things, your way of living, your way of working. And so the people that I surround myself with are people who love doing things differently, who are very unconventional, who question everything in their lives because, you know, we realize that we don't have to stick to doing things the way they've always done. And we know none of us has to stick to the ways that everybody else is doing it. It's actually, I believe if you're on the side of the majority and of the mainstream, then it's time to, to, to move over. <laughs> it's time to start doing things differently. And so figuring out what your terms actually are. And one massive, massive recommendation, my friends, <laughs> on this journey is to stop consuming television and the news. Because what happens when you do that, especially in the evenings? They sedate you, right? In the evenings, as we know, our willpower throughout the day, it, dis it decreases, it goes down. When we wake up in the morning, it's a lot easier to be strong and make big decisions, or it's, it's way easier for me in the morning to do my morning routine um, as if, uh, you know, let's say I had a, an evening routine and, you know, and I do in a way, um, but it's a lot harder to stick to certain healthy habits in the evening than there are in the morning, because that's just, we, it's like a battery right, of willpower and decision-making power that we start out with every morning. And then as the day progresses, you know, that battery goes down, down, down. And by the time, you know, we're ready to go to sleep, there goes our willpower, you know, how, I mean, I can go without chocolate all day long because <laughs> I'm strong. I, I got my willpower during the day, but you know, evening comes and I'm like, man, I really, I really want some chocolate. I need that sugar rush, you know? My biggest recommendation is to stop consuming television and the news. And even if you say, oh, it's just, I, I don't watch television. I, I only watch Netflix and YouTube. I'm like, it's basically the same thing. Because what happens is we're in the evenings, as we consume that stuff, we're sedated. Our willpower is down. Um, we're just kind of sitting there watching. We're just being infiltrated by all these ideas that are very conventional. Nothing original really is going on in your television and probably not on Netflix either. It's stuff for the masses, right? The news, they're all negative. I stopped watching the news a long, long time ago. So I find that that is the very first step is, and if that's what you still do or reading the newspaper or magazines, like stop consuming all of that shit. <laughs> if you wanna live and work and do life on your own terms, don't do what everybody else is doing. Don't consume what everybody else is consuming. Customize the information that you consume. So um, in that way, I mean, be very specific. Just be very picky with what you consume in terms of, you know, let's say the blogs or the YouTube channels or um, on Instagram. What are you following there? Make sure it's stuff that inspires you make sure it's stuff that you know that you can learn from stuff that motivates you so or like how much time do you spend on social media just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because we all i mean of course we all do it we're all sort of addicted to social media we all need these dopamine you know kicks you know throughout the day it's like a smoker he needs his cigarette and i know so because i smoked for a long time in my life I want you to question all of that. How do you relate to your phone? Is it the first thing that you pick up in the morning? Are you just kind of, is it just a habit to just turn on Netflix in the evenings? Is it just a habit to just have the same thing for breakfast every day? Like look at all of your habits and evaluate in which way they are adding to your life, in which way they're inspiring to you, in which way they help you to really live the life that you want to live. You know, I always say just how important it is to read books. And, I, you know, recently I, I asked on Instagram how many people have a daily book reading routine and more than 60% said they don't have one. And it's, I find it so important. Like, don't just get all your information online from social media and YouTube and Instagram. Read books, friends. Reading books, man, it's just, it's a game changer. Like, stop consuming all your news and all your information 
and all that stuff just online and on social media and on a display. Read proper books. And I'm not talking about fiction <laughs> or crime stories. I'm talking about books that you can learn from or autobiographies or biographies, something like that. Don't just entertain yourself. I believe, and when I look at my friends and, and other people that are, you know, living very inspiring lives and, and doing really important work out there and they're really living on their own terms and working on their own terms, you can definitely tell the difference between those kind of people and people that are stuck in a life that they're, you know, it might not be super horrible, but they're also not very happy with it. But it's that uh, one side, they love to just be entertained. They consume the news, they or uh, they watch Netflix, they watch television, uh, they read magazines, they scroll on social media to be entertained. The other camp on the other side, they consume that to learn and to get inspired and to grow. And I would like you all to be on that camp. <laughs> Go from being entertained, like fuck entertainment. Like, yeah, of course, every once in a while I, you know, turn on Netflix or whatever, but almost every day I'm like, why am I even paying for Netflix? I don't even use it. <laughs> but once in a while, of course, you know, it's nice to just have some entertainment. You know, most hours of my day, I'm constantly in learning mode or creation mode, or I don't know, I'm constantly doing things that, you know, help me in one way or another to to keep going upwards rather than stagnating. And I think all of these things and, 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 you know, wanting to live and work on your own terms, it's all about realizing that you need to become the conscious creator of your life because you can consume all the information out there and you can read all the books and, and do all the courses and you can even go back to university and study, you know, for another three years, but you're the conscious creator. You're the one that needs to actually do the thing. You know, there's only so much information and top 10 tips to start a business and whatever, top, top 20 tips to live a fulfilling life that you can read before you finally need to realize that the action need to, needs to come from yourself. And b being a conscious creator for me means that I believe and trust that whatever it is that I want to manifest in my life, whatever it is that I want to attract into my life, I can create that. I am taking full responsibility with where I'm at in life right now. I will stop blaming anything else out there and I will start and I will commit to living life on my own terms and I will do whatever it takes, whatever decision I need to make, whatever commitment I need to make, but I'll commit to doing whatever it takes to do that. That for me is being a conscious creator. It's getting out of the victim mode of like, oh yeah, no, I can't um, really change anything because I'm stuck in this job and I have three kids. Because I know people who have a nine to five and they have five kids and they're still, you know, working towards living life on their own terms and starting a business. So I believe we can all get stuck and keep ourselves stuck in excuses and self-sabotage and all of that, it's the easier way, of course it is. Because what's gonna happen, nothing's gonna happen. You're gonna stay exactly where you are. And just realizing that every one of us is responsible for where we are today and realizing, even if you think, no, that's not my fault, there's all these things that happened in my past and you know, let's, or whatever traumas we might've experienced as children. And it's true, you know, whatever trauma you experienced as a child, like that, you know, wasn't, your responsibility, but it is your responsibility to heal it. It's our responsibility, you know, to bring light into those shadow areas. It's our responsibility to look at everything in our lives and, and evaluate whether it's in alignment with our soul or not, rather than blaming our environment, our parents, our job, the society, the system. <laughs> like there's nothing that annoys me more than people blaming the system. I don't care about the system because I know that I am responsible for my life. I don't want to rely on the politicians out there. I don't want to rely on the economy out there. I don't want to rely on any of that. I don't want to rely on the system to live an awesome life and to, to make an awesome income and to make an impact in this world and change people's lives. Like, fuck that. 
stop relying on the system <laughs> and stop making excuses. And yes, Sasha, like we feel so much smaller than we actually are. You guys are all magicians. You guys all have the magic in you. You guys all have the power in you to create a life that's amazing and beautiful and that, you know, makes a difference. And so, you know, as you are on this journey to live life in a way that suits you and that helps you to go out and, and make that impact that you want to make, because as you know, my belief is that we're, we're here to grow and we're here to serve. We're not just here to do things every day just because they make us feel good, but we're also here to serve and to contribute to other people's lives and to the world. And so, so it's not just about figuring out what your passion is and then doing that every day because it's your passion, but it's about doing it every day because you love it. And at the same time, you do it because you want to contribute and serve. And this is one big part that I also teach in Find Your Magic and and all of these things about, you know, oh, how do I even get started? And I'm like, well, the number one thing is to come back to yourself and figure out what you really want from life, you know, and connect to your calling, even if you have no idea what it is right now. But that's why, that's why I created Find Your Magic. <laughs> uh, and I've got this free mini course and whatever, but like I created all of these things and all these resources and videos and whatever, because, hey, it's right there. You got to do the work. I can give you everything I've learned on my journey. You got to do the work. <laughs> um, I can give you all the advice and the recommendations and all the tips and all the resources. You got to do the work. You got to figure it out for yourself. So anyway, on this journey, you know, eventually there will come a point where you got to do things that scare the hell out of you. And the reason that you're not living and working on your own terms is for the most part, because you're scared of something. And one of the biggest things you're probably scared of when you're not living on your own terms and you're living on other people's terms or society's terms or your family's terms or whatever, is that you're scared what these people will think about you living on your own terms. <laughs> and so we end up living on other people's terms because then we're safe. No one can judge us if we do things like everybody else is doing them. But if you keep on doing things the way everybody else is doing them out there, you're not going to do great work. Because the way this works is that the more you just do things of how, you know, that whatever, that are more connected to the status quo, the way you do things, how people do them in the matrix, and what happens in the matrix? <laughs> not a whole lot. When all you do is stay with the status quo, and stay with conventional ways of doing things. And all you do is make decisions based on a default, then not, no big great things are gonna come out of that. Because great things are great because not a whole lot of people do them. And the reason that they don't do them is because they're scared. <laughs> because so many people are not willing to look at their own fears. They're not willing to look at their own beliefs. Like I said in the beginning, a lot of times it's people who are stuck in the matrix. They don't know that there's the blue and the red pill. They're not even aware of their own fears and their own limiting beliefs that keep them stuck. And uh, someone wrote me the other day, I think it was on Instagram. She's, she was asking, Connie, how do I know what my limiting beliefs are? And that is actually a really good question. Exactly, Sasha. Yeah, don't make the problems from other people your own problems because they're not ever. No, but... How do you find out what your own limiting beliefs are? You look at your life and you, maybe I'll do a whole other Facebook live on that, but you look at your life and you look at the areas of your life where you're not satisfied, you don't feel fulfilled. You look at your life in ways of where patterns that are repeating themselves, relationships, jobs, money, health. And then, you know, for example, uh, you're stuck in your job. And you're like, what could my limiting belief be? <laughs> and I would be like, well, why don't you just quit your job? And then you're going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't just quit my job. I'm like, well, why not? And then the because that's the limiting belief. Anything that's after, no, I can't do that. Or I shouldn't do that. Or I'm not supposed to. Or I have to do this thing. Or I must do X, Y, and Z. Anything. <laughs> that has a should, a must, a have to, a, all of these words in front of them, 
are your own limitations and your own limiting beliefs. But most people don't realize that those are just beliefs, that they're not actually real, that that's a program, that that's a conditioning. And so for a lot of people, it's this massive revelation. They're like, wait a minute. So you're saying that the belief that I have, that I can't quit my job because I'm not going to find another one to take care of my three kids. You're saying that that's just a belief. Like I can change that. I'm like, hell yeah, you can. That's, and a lot of times that's like the best news ever because it means that you're realizing that you're in charge. You know, you're realizing, okay, well, I am where I am today and that kind of sucks, but it also means actually that I can change it. Whatever belief got you to where you are today, it also means that you can change that belief and take yourself wherever it is you want to go. So if negative thoughts, you know, if all we do is think negative and they take us to a place we don't want to be, now what do you think can happen when you change all these negative thoughts into positive ones? And I'm not saying that it's all about positive thinking because it's not. But what do you think is like, we all have so much potential and power within us to create our lives. It's insane. It's insane. So that's that. Um, and then, you know, I believe if you want to work on your own terms, then I believe the best way to do that is to start your own business, is to become an entrepreneur. Because then you can really design the life that you want to live. And that's what I did back then. I looked at my life and I'm like, well, this nine to five thing, this fucking sucks. Like, I want to wake up when I want to wake up. I want to wake up without an alarm clock. I want to do like I went through my perfect day. I sat down and I wrote out like this is what I want my days to look like every day. And these are the things I want to do in my life. And this is where I want to live. And this is, you know, I wrote all of these things down because I wanted to be crystal clear of how I want to live my life and what terms I want to live my life on. And I realized I never thought guys ever that I would ever become an entrepreneur, that I would ever start my own business. It never occurred to me until I sat down and mapped out how my perfect day should look like and how I want my life to look like. And then it suddenly sunk in. It was like, holy shit. The way to live this life, to live this freedom is to start my own business. And not just any business, it's to start an online business because then I can work from anywhere. And the way to do it also is to not just trade hours for money, but it's to, to set up a business in a way that I can make income, even if I'm not working, like they call it passive income, whatever you want to call it. You know, those, those that's what I was thinking. This is how my brain was going. I never thought I was going to be self-employed, have my own business and all that stuff. But I realized eventually that that was, that was the best way to get to where I want to get. It's not just about coming up with an idea for a business. It's like so many people are really overwhelmed with the task of, you know, finding a business idea. I don't, I don't know anything about how to run a business. I don't know. I don't have a business idea that like they're, they're completely lost. But the thing is that I would be lost too. And I was for a while back then myself, but it's not about looking out there. Like in the beginning, it's of course you're lost because there's so many options out there, but the actual way to figure this out is, to go within and inside and to actually not just figure out some sort of business idea, you know, but to actually figure out what your purpose is in life and what your calling is. And then from that point, you then go and build a business around that. And it's not difficult anymore. And I mean, there's so much information out there and I'm in the process of like, I built, you know, find your magic. I, you know, and that's a program that's available and I have a free online course and all of that. So that's to get people to connect to themselves and to their calling and get them ready to turn it into something they can make an income with. And so the next thing that I really, really want to put my energy into is the next step. And it's something that I want to really focus, you know, generally my content on and, and, and generally live your heart on is taking people from that place of, okay, I kind of figured out what I want to do, even if it's not super clear yet, because it doesn't matter. It never will be hundred percent clear if all you do is stay stuck in your head, but it's to take people from that point to the next point, which is, okay, how do I, you know, create a successful business? Like how, how do I actually make an impact in the world with my calling while making an income 
and not just any income, but like a nice income. So you can actually have the life that you want and live the life on your own terms and wake up in the morning whenever the fuck you want to wake up. And so I feel like I feel more pushed towards really focusing on the ins and outs of doing that in a way that is different from how it's been taught. Because yeah, of course, there's a lot of business courses out there. There's a lot of uh, people out there teaching other people how to make money online, offline, whatever. I mean, endless, right? But I want to I wanna teach it. I want to help you guys in my way, in the way that things have worked out for me, in the way that I've built my business. And I've built several businesses on my own terms. And I've done things very differently in many ways to how many people do it. I've also done many things in ways that a lot of people do it. <laughs> like, I feel like I've tried out so many things on my journey in the last seven, is it? Yeah, seven years. Holy shit. Crazy. And yeah, of course, it's it's scary if you're still in a job or are you still doing things, you, you know, that don't fulfill you. And, you know, we want to do everything all at once and right now and, and tomorrow. Um, having patience is not a virtue that human beings have a lot. And I don't, I'm really not good with patience, but it's something that I've definitely had to learn over and over again. But the thing is this guys, you don't have to wait either until everything's perfect. You can start today. And I think that, that so many people underestimate the value of just starting, even if you don't really know where you're going, you know, um, but the value of just starting to share your ideas, you know, whatever ideas that might be on Instagram or, or start making videos or on Facebook, whatever, but just starting to share your ideas. Maybe just, you know, start sharing epiphanies that you're having on your journey to, to live and work on your own terms, whatever that might look like. But to just really start creating and to stop letting your fears dominate where you are in life. And of course, it's a, it's the journey itself is, is very multifold. It, it's very, it's not a one-way street. It's not just, okay, this is step one and then step two, four, and five. No, it's, 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 it can't be like that because it's a very complex, huh, it's a very complex journey, actually. Um, and there's a lot of mindset involved. And like I was saying, you know, in overcoming fears and limiting beliefs, like that's why I'm running this workshop in Berlin in, on a couple of weeks soon, actually, on the 8th and 9th. I believe we might have one spot available. So if anyone is around Berlin, speaks German and wants to come to that workshop, it's a two-day workshop. But, uh, but that's mostly all about mindset for uh, entrepreneurs and overcoming fears and limiting beliefs or people who are just starting out with their businesses. And at the same time, yes, of course, it is about tools. It, it is about, you know, the strategies in a way. But also, I feel like less and less so, because I think that the more you connect to yourself, the more you're connected to your mission, the more you're connected to your message that you want to share, you know, in your lifetime, the more you're connected to your purpose, and the more you actually go out and act on that, the more things will get into motion, and the more flow you create, and the more money will just basically come to you, like law of attraction in action, actually. And I know you have to experience it first before you believe it. That's another issue that human beings have, or many out there anyway. First, they have to see things before they believe them. I'm like, well, how about you believe things first before you see them? That would be a different way to do it. Lori is saying, you're so giving and wise. Thank you. I'm just doing what comes through me. Uh, getting my perfect day on paper today. I've been procrastinating. There you go. No more self-sabotage. Uh, so grateful for your willingness to share your story and your journey. You're a positive kick in the butt today. Yes, <laughs> that's what happens when you find good mental food. Yes, thanks for pointing that out. That's what it is about. Like I know there's so many people out there who share, you know, a similar message as I have. Like go follow all of them, <laughs> you know, follow more people that um, inspire you to, to do more, to, to start creating, to start really living that perfect day of yours. Stop watching television, stop consuming the news, cancel your Netflix account, go through all your subscriptions on YouTube, make sure you're following people that inspire the hell out of you. Do the same with Instagram. It's important, guys. Look at the five people you spend most of your time with 
and go out and, and find new community. Like we're here, we have a community, you know, that's why this group exists also, or live your heart out. It's to get to, to connect people, to bring them together. And that's it. <laughs> All right, friends, if you guys have any more questions, I'll go through the comments again later. Um, sometimes it's a bit difficult to talk and read the comments without stopping and, and then my train of thoughts that usually leave me as you might have noticed like where did that train of thought go oh it's gone okay goodbye ah oh, so good to have you all amber marta <laughs> that's so wonderful chris so we got elaine i'm just going up the comments here and everybody else who joined in today and uh, i love your energies i love uh, carola yes i love when you guys get involved in the comments here. I'm just excited to do this with you all and to, you know, do these live streams. I'm still all the time. I'm debating with myself. Should I set one day a week for these live streams or should I keep freestyling them? And it's so difficult. I know that having like one designated day would be really beneficial for my own productivity and, and organization and stuff. But I also like doing them as I feel like them. And you know, it's like, I also never wanted to commit to publishing a podcast or a YouTube video on a certain day of the week because I'm definitely more of a in the moment kind of person. Like I have an idea today and then I either act on it or, or tomorrow or maybe the day after. But a lot of times that idea in a week from now, I might not have that emotional connection to it anymore. It doesn't mean that idea is bad. But if I don't feel emotionally connected to an idea, then a lot of times I just don't pull through with it. So <sighs> I think we're just going to keep freestyling. <laughs> All right, my friends, have a wonderful day wherever you are. And that's it. Sending you guys a lot of love and um, take care. <laughs> Bye.